0: Show it's episode 20 and it's the big one, it's the world championship. I'm Ben Mortley, I'm here with David Wetnall, and we have been sitting on an explosion of snooker balls waiting for the snooker.
1: Oh, we've been so excited!
0: And uh, we're a bit late, aren't we? A couple of days later, we're gonna do the preview, but you know, yeah, I
1: mean, to be matter. it doesn't matter but, 17 days of it, to be fair to us, yes, the draw. Doesn't happen till Thursday morning and it was delayed by two hours anyway. That only gave us two days.
0: We never do a proper preview, we just have a bit of
1: a laugh. Speaking about the draw though, did you see? Because it was delayed, wasn't it? It was supposed to be at 10 and then for technical difficulties, it delayed it till 12. Yeah. Because he just wanted to broadcast it on Betfred or whatever. Yeah. But um, some of the players were kicking off about it. Oh, yeah. Because the players who were waiting to see when they're going to play. They yeah. need to book,
0: like, hotels and yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's fair enough, not And they're like, this is ridiculous. We're waiting two hours. And also, they've got to go up on the Friday because of the press stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's even harder to book yeah. stuff, isn't it? You're literally booking it, like, the night before. Yeah. Anyway, that's by the by. Bye-bye. We'll have a look at the draw in a bit, but I wanted to say that I went up to uh, Landon to watch the Players' Championship. Oh, yeah. And it was quite good. It was Ronnie O'Sullivan versus Sean Murphy, and it was good match. He enjoyed it, but, you know, Ronnie always wins big margins, so it mm. wasn't the most exciting game ever. Did but you go for the evening session? Yeah, yeah. Just How that. many frames did you see? Uh, I think he came out and won about four frames, and it was all over On the it. trot. Done. But the thing is with Ronnie like with with the crowd, it sort of turns them into like idiots, like yeah. lager swinning lads. So like we were right at the back and it was yeah. like it was like being in the sort of loaded lad of the year competition. all <laughs> <laughs> like shouting and drinking. <laughs> yeah. But that was a bit annoying. And also the earpieces, um they changed the frequency. Uh, so the old you had to buy new ones. Yeah, so and, like we're panicking at the start, like because oh. it all kind of was starting and we couldn't hear it. And I was like, Oh shit, we need to get a earpiece. So like the whole thing was a bit rushed and a bit weird. That uh, That's really bad, I think, that the, change, bad. the change of frequency, because there's no other
1: reason for it apart from Making to get people to buy new it's things. It's expensive. Yeah. They're like 15 quid, aren't they? Maybe yeah, you could hack into it and change the frequency. I'm hacking in. <laughs> <I'm> hacking in. Have
0: <laughs> um, you ever bought a lad's mug, like Loaded? Oh, what uh,
1: when I was a young man, a youth. Loaded. When I was like a teenager, that's I think hard. I used to buy... I mean, I didn't used to buy it, I had, like, a couple of copies of FHM.
0: Uh, for Him magazine. You know, Loaded. Uh, I
1: think I bought it because it was one of those things where you felt like you had to. People at school would be like, oh, you, like, I buy FHM and I bought it, like, once. And I was like, it's shit, really, isn't it? Yeah. There's no in <laughs> <laughs> it? I read a few pages and then went back to reading oh, no Shoot. and <laughs> <laughs> back to Shoot magazine. You world.
0: snooker <laughs> scene. Yeah. Do you know Loaded um, in the 90s when they... Uh, well, advertising the like, office positions. Yeah, they advertise as lab administrator. How <laughs> about <laughs> like that? I mean, for the role of
1: administrator,
0: <laughs> so, yeah.
1: top lad
0: banter. <laughs> uh, should we have a look at like the first quarter I know the snooker's already started, but yeah, I think we should have a look. If you got it down on this piece of paper yeah. over here. Yeah. I'm- Oh, we have
1: got one each. Yes. Oh, we must have had a bit of increase in the budget for this year. <laughs>
0: Good
1: on. Okay. The so the match the match has started on the telly now. Mark Selby and Joe Perry.
0: Oh, can I just say actually before we start? Yeah. Um, I thought I'd throw in some of those Chinese snooker nicknames that we did like a few months
1: back. Uh, okay. So is this. I've got to remember what they are. No, i will remember them. If, no. if you've not heard this
0: podcast before, we did a feature where I found on a snooker forum somebody asked the question, what are some snooker nicknames? And all the replies when they were translated like back into English were, like, hilarious. Yeah. So I'll remind listeners of some of them, and I found a couple of new ones. Okay. Like you can throw in. Great. So Mark Selby. Mark Selby versus... Jo- oh, Have you we- got
1: any nicknames <laughs> for Mark Selby there? Well,
0: Mark Selby, actually, on the snook form, is often referred to as the tiebreaker break- tie wang.
1: The tiebreaker wang!
0: I don't know why, but that's always um, a good one. Great well, name. We've been watching that match this morning, and uh, Joe Perry got off to a bit of a stormer, didn't bit he? Bit of a flyer. Because Selby's haven't got it all to do in the uh, evening session. It means
1: nothing, though, against Mark Selby, does Mark it? Like he's you starting can- to come back then, haven't yeah. yeah. I mean, it- we were saying, off-air, mm. it would be good for the tournament make it really open if Mark Selby got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, on the other hand, you do want your best players to get in the tournament and he is undoubtedly one of the best players.
0: Because that top off of the tournament is a bit more open if yeah. Selby gets knocked out. And, and there's a lot of great matches there. Yeah, but just run through those four, and then we'll have a talk.
1: So Mark Selby against Joe Perry, Mark Allen against Liam Highfield, Kyron Wilson against Matthew
0: Stevens, and Sean Murphy against Jamie Jones. Well, Mark Allen's got a fancy his chances coming off the back of the win of the Masters. He's got a bit yeah. of confidence. Yeah. Now Mark Allen, uh, the pistol is his nickname on the mm. Chinese snooker form. Mark Allen, small steel gun. Small steel gun. But yeah, I think uh, he's got a good chance. Yeah. Uh, Liam Highfield, I don't know much about Liam Highfield. No, I don't really know much about him. Um now, Cameron Wilson as well. Yeah.
1: But he's got a tough draw because Matthew Stevens uh, is a good player. He not, uh, did he beat Ken Docherty in the last round of the qualifiers? Mm. But he, he kind of convincingly beat him. Selby so definitely got the toughest draw there, though, hasn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, in that quarter. Apart from maybe Stephen Maguire. But... Uh, obviously, yeah. Stephen Maguire playing Ronnie O'Sullivan. But Sean Murphy against Jamie Jones, you, you'd fancy Sean Murphy to go through there. Yes, um, Sean. I've
0: got a little thing I about, found about Sean on the uh, Chinese snooker forum. Oh, go on. You, do you want to read it? Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, you can read that one. Out. Um, Murphy had the nickname of Wilton Warrior, but it was clear that Murphy did not like the title. So Murphy found the snooker poster Walker and said he wanted to be called a magician. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... The more I hear about Sean Murphy, like, it's interesting, like, how social media has changed, like, the perception of of people who are in the public eye. hmm. Because years ago, I used to think Sean Murphy was, like, he seemed like an all-right bloke, like, a bit kind of, not a particularly exciting fella, but, like, nice enough. When you you hear him in interviews, you think, oh, he seems like a nice enough fella. But when you follow him on Twitter, he seems like an absolute cunt. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just some of the things he posted. He, like, con-
0: he just posts some odd stuff, like con- controversial stuff.
1: Yeah, like it's like he almost likes to provoke yeah, yeah, uh, controversial arguments for the sake of... I saw the other day, you just put abortion, dot, 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 and then there was like a vote,
0: yes or no. It's
1: the hell? I was like, you can't solve the <laughs> issues, like the big issues of the day. Abortion, yes or no? Yeah. What are you, for it or not? <laughs>
0: It's, it's a bit too... Uh, you need to explain yourself a bit yeah. abortion, Just put abortion, yes or
1: no? He like, seems like a kind of old-fashioned, like, uh,
0: misogynist. Yeah, yeah. He's, Yorkshireman. he's sponsored by Checker Trade. No, that's his Checker big, Trade. That's big
1: scoop. Hello, my name's Sean Murphy. I'm sponsored by Checker Trade. If you want a well-known fella doing your tiling, call Checker Trade. Not a job for women, it's a job for blokes, all right? Another thing... All these people moaning about equal pay. I'll tell you what, when they get down here and dig a trench, then they can have equal bloody pay. Right? I don't believe in abortion. I think women should be in the kitchen. I don't think that, er... Uh... <laughs> 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 i out of things to think, to think about. It. Just wind your neck in, Sean. You snooker player and a magician. Just leave it at
0: that. Yes. Um anyway, it would be good to see Karen Wilson do well as he follows us on Twitter and no other snooker player does.
1: He's the only one. We're supporting Kyron Wilson all the way. All Wilson the way. for the win. Okay. Um Yeah, but like you say, that quarter, if Selby goes out, that's really open. Yes. Um I would like to see Kyron Wilson and Mark Allen do well. Both go go quite far because I think they are like players like that are obviously the future, aren't they? Yeah. You need them to kind of come along and, and get to a, good, a really good standard to, drive, to keep driving the game forward.
0: Okay. Now, Willie Fawns not going to be at this year's World Championship. Poor our Willie. Which we're a bit sad about. Yeah. And as a tribute to him, I wanted to play this little clip. No, okay. he, he appeared on this TV show called Famous, Rich and Homeless. Uh, um, okay. Well, they yeah, just yeah. dropped a load of celebrities in London, and they have to like sleep rough and survive as homeless people. Yeah. Now most of the celebrities—they dropped
1: them in. Well, they parachute them into London. Left them,
0: <laughs> left them there with a the film crew. Right. But um, all the other celebrities sort of embrace it and get along with it and say, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Willie from the Star is just not having it, and he's trying to book into hotels. He's like arguing with the producer. Yeah. And um,
1: when he signed up for the program, what's it called? Rich. I think it's called something like rich, Famous, famous and Homeless. It's like what did he think was
0: going to happen? Well, yeah, I think he, I think he didn't realise that it genuinely you are like li- sleeping on the street. Was it just like his agents going, "Look, Willie, I, I yeah.
1: can get you this," and he went, "I'll do it. I'll do it." Oh, in fairness. It's back yeah.
0: Um. And then, he, and then he just kicked off because he had to actually sleep on the yeah. street. Well, like, as soon as they put, like, let him off. <laughs> yeah, off the lead. Yeah. He's, like, I think he's in, like, Trafalgar Square or something. And he's yeah. got, like, a film crew and that. And then this guy comes up to him, this homeless guy, and goes, um, we've got a bit of spare change, mate. And he goes, um, well, actually, um, we're the same here. I'm homeless. <laughs> and the guy's got and goes, fuck you. Like, fuck off. <laughs> and, like, you can tell Willie's, like, visibly shaking. <laughs> and, like, he's like, oh, God, this is real. Um, it's disrespectful that he's doing that we're the same yeah we're actually
1: the same I'm doing this for one night
0: so like he's wandering about like and arguing with the producer obviously like trying to book a hotel and yeah. then eventually like beds down behind this like old church yeah and he comes up comes out in the morning and says this and it really made me laugh <laughs> I can't believe how much activity there is at night I'd also had my first witness of birth Two people smoking crack cocaine, which uh, I'd never seen before. (laughs) (laughs) I've had my first witness of it. Some of the best crack smokers I've ever seen here. Or <laughs> in the top five or six Definitely generation. the top five or six crack smokers I've ever seen. I had a pull on a spliff and it was the top door. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he yeah, really did not get along uh, well with that. I like the way you said,
1: it. I had my first witness of it. I've just had a little witness of that, and i have a little witness of this.
0: <laughs> Some of the best crack smokers I've ever seen.
1: Imagine if he spent one night on the streets and got hooked on crack. He's got quite an addictive personality, really. Yeah, that's very much so. Mostly for the old gambling. The old crack. A bit of, crack, bit of crack, like that gambling. Got the first witness of a bit of crack, <laughs> and I was hooked.
0: <laughs> Shall we have another look at the next
1: All right, four, mate. Four matches. All right, go on then, do you want to read them out? You read them out. All right, I'll read them out then, all right. No. Um... John Higgins versus Stephen oh, no. Unnu, Stuart Bingham versus Jack lasowski Luca Bracell versus Ricky Walden
0: and Judd Trump against Chris Wakley. I think that those four matches are just incredible and Unknown lasowski Bracell and Trump, I would love all of them to do brilliantly in it or have a little bit of a run yeah. would, would make it dead exciting. Yeah. All the players I want to win are in that four, in that quarter.
1: Is it are they are they the four you really want should, to win? Yeah, I think Unoon, any one of Luzowski,
0: those, Brussel and Trump, cuz they're sort of attacking Like, fast players. Like, you know, they they don't normally win, do they? No, that's true. For one of them to do really well, and it would just be really exciting. Yeah. And, you know, it could happen. You never know. Jack Glazowski. The Stuart Bingham match. Um, during his ban I saw Bright had him up at 1000 to 1 for the world oh you told me about this so I stuck a couple of quid on it yeah so you obviously want him to win yeah I think that was an error on there yeah it must be because they they were running
1: through the odds on the BBC this morning they had him at like 40 to 1
0: because as soon as I bet on it it changed back to like 40 to 1 1, 1000 to 1 but I mean I tried to put 100 quid on it they won like yeah imagine that 100 grand
1: yeah. <laughs> well yeah. But they were, i mean presumably that's went uh, over the maximum payout. Like. Two two
0: thousand is the max. Cool uh, fashion <laughs> But I mean Judd Trump uh, last year like heaped a load of pressure on himself, like mouth and off in the press conference. Yeah. And he's kind of got less. It's Rory
1: McLeod he, he got drawn against yeah. last year and we all went, Oh, easy draw for Judd
0: and he bollocks it up. Like, oh, um shoulder. <laughs> shoulder. But um I think he could do well this year. Yeah. He's had a good could. season. Uh, look, we Luka. always say that about Judd. Like you just yeah, yeah. never know who's going to turn up. Yeah. Like Luca Basels kind of been written off by most people, but yeah. before we had that Q problem, he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he like, sorted that out. Like yeah, I don't know. He's like hundred to one or something.
1: Yeah, I mean it's worth a go. I mean I could I could easily see him beating Ricky Walden. Yeah, Not that yeah. Ricky Walden's a bad player, but yeah, yeah. um you could see Luca winning like yeah.
0: It's a good little quarter, that yeah, so, yeah Some remember. good matches. Oh, Ricky, got, you spider, you watch out for me. I've got a little um, bit from the snooker forum about of trump. Oh yeah, shall I read out? You yeah, know, you yeah? you do it, mate. Do it. Trump with a variety of non-mainstream hairstyles appearing in the snooker arena. Because of their unique hairstyle and personality, they are dubbed "Haircut One Hundred Points" or "Washing and Blowing." Because of tr- because of Trump's punctuality and gorgeous low pole. He is known as a genius. (laughs) Gorgeous low pole. He's got a gorgeous low pole. I've noticed
1: it before, he's got a very low pole. He
0: has got a very low pole. The
1: haircut 100 points. Venue vitriol. If you can come down to the Crucible and watch Snooker, you will feel so prolonged. And you can say, I was
0: there. I did. I don't even like um, Now, we're still at the Norbert Castle Hotel.
1: No, oh, we haven't checked out yet. But,
0: get this we can we're, merge. We're on first name terms with the staff. Yeah, yeah we can merge two features here. I'm because um, I found uh, a little review left in French and it's been translated back into English. Ah, okay. So... It is like the French whispers. <laughs> and it's quite funny, actually. Uh, you can find it. You can do it in your best Frenchy. Okay.
1: <laughs> French?
0: <laughs>
1: uh, worst hotel ever seen this side of obsolescence. Too bad because it's a beautiful batisse with huge potential that should be rehabilitated. The room and carpets worn everywhere. A bathroom door that can be opened only half. You do not enter. Curtains that date back to the Queen Jean completely wilted. Ah, yes, hairdryer, talk about it. Have never seen it in a drawer, but set by a hole in the furniture, suddenly you have to sit on the floor, but look close to the ground to dry hair, and as the ice is hung at eye level, and, well, just get on, lol. I cannot discuss the price when we had a package with activities. A tip, avoid getting there in winter. It is open to the four winds, and if you have the choice... Go your way. <laughs> Four
0: wins. <minutes. laughs>
1: That's so good.
0: Two bits of me. Really oh, like could we have
1: more of those? I really like um, that middle passage about the hairdryer. It's just absurd. <laughs> <laughs> it Doesn't make any sense. Uh,
0: look, it sounds a bit like Hercule Poirot. A Bethlem door that bit up. I think you should adopt that old man's voice for this next one that like you did with the. Uh, okay,
1: me. <laughs> The hotel is that bad, I will not stay there any more. Food rubbish, staff rubbish. It's not clean windows you cannot see out of. I have not got a good word for it from the top to the lower end of the staff. Windows screwed fast. Wash hand basin to low. It's OK if you are small. If you are tall, you have had it. Same with the toilet, it's too low. You would better going to a boarding house. The big men who own this hotel do not care about you. <laughs> yes, best and best and too low. It's okay if you're small. If you're tall, you've had it. Same with the toilet, too low. <laughs> You would be better going to a floating house. The big men who in this, hotel do to not care about you. I do not care about you. <laughs> do you want some
0: more little ones you can do? Uh, some little Scottish ones. Uh, yeah, right there. Yeah. Try these ones. These are little snippets.
1: The food wasn't nice. The bedrooms were freezing. And the view from mine and my grandma's bedroom was a disgrace. Big pipes. <laughs> I would never go back. Big pipes. <laughs> I think mean, that's what he calls his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Grandma, me and you go down there, eh, Big Pipes? Hey Big Pipes! <laughs> eh, hey, Big Pipes, what a biscuit! Eh, hey, Big Pipes, what can you see at the window there, <laughs> The food wasn't nice, the bedrooms were freezing, and Big Pipes didn't like it. <laughs> Too cold, I'd never take Big Pipes there again. Come oh, on big... pipes. Oh, come on, Big Pipes. <laughs> <laughs> what <a> Big Pipe! <laughs> come on, Big Pipes! Chicken! <laughs> <laughs> it was a disgrace, Big Pipes! Oh, big! Oh, pipes. I think big pipes is a great nickname. Is it? It yeah. sounds like big
0: breasts,
1: doesn't it? I don't think it. Or big lungs. Big, big pipes. 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 Sounds like a ghost. Yeah, but you were terrified of pipes, weren't you? Pipes. Pipesy.
0: <laughs> That's the ghost of my house.
1: Pipesy.
0: Oh, pipesy! <laughs> oh, he's making noises. Pipesy. I'm the scared. ghost.
1: The ghost of Joe Pasquale. Oh. Is there any more that? Pipe tree! Uh, yeah, yeah. Go on, do some more, but lovely voice. There's a foisty smell in the hotel and there is no happy atmosphere. It was really disappointing. The buffet is well-fingered. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yes.
1: That's another person saying about foist. Yeah. Foisty smell. Stampin' foistish. foisty. smell coming off a big pipe somewhere. <laughs> Get your mouth shut, up, big foisty. <laughs> Letting out a bit of foist into the room, you know, happy atmosphere.
0: Skanky foist.
1: The dining room was like a works canteen, and that is not being detrimental to works canteens. Even they have a tablecloth. <laughs> I have seen better facilities offered in a works canteen. <laughs> Obsessed with works So <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what's it like? It's like a works canteen. <laughs> what could that be detrimental to? Uh, a works canteen. <laughs> yeah, what have I seen better uh, in a works canteen? <laughs> <laughs> There's everything to waste, cutie. Like that guy on
0: Family Fortunes who saw over his turkey. Oh yeah, something you'd take to the beach, a turkey. Turkey, something, turkey. Something you would roast, a turkey. It's <laughs> getting more ridiculous. Something you'd buy in a supermarket, a
1: turkey. I have seen better facilities offered in, um, in the works, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great, big pipes, thanks for that. Mm-hmm.
0: Should we look at the next few matches? Should we, right. the ne- we, the- we look at the next few matches on the. the
1: yeah, on the show? so going into the bottom half of the draw uh, Ding Junhui against Yao Yudong. Mm-hmm. Anthony McGill against Ryan Day. Marco Fu against Liu Haoshan
0: and Barry Hawkins versus Stuart Carrington a lot of people tip in Barry Hawkins to win it actually really Which, you know i can see that he's a very consistent he player, is very consistent i mean he does he
1: does quite well at the crucible yeah. doesn't he like he's consistently gets to the semi quarters and also he's got quite a good draw there i think yeah go stuart go. carrington stuart carrington's not a bad player no like. but what i'm
0: saying is if he gets through to the second round
1: yeah, Marco Foo.
0: Marco Foo, a couple of years ago, was like oh, yeah. bang on fire. But... He's had, um, had to have operations on his eyes. Is right? it? Because yeah. he's had retinal degeneration or detachment or something. Oh, Jesus. So he's had like a serious operation. Oh, God. Ooh. Well, that'll affect your snooker playing, won't it? Having can operation drink. on your eyes must be the worst Oh, oh the body. Would you shit. be awake for that? Possibly. Put a needle in your eye. Put a needle in your eye. Would you to be awake or asleep? Um, have you ever had a general anaesthetic? When I was really little, yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. It? She drifts off.
1: I quite like. Well, I mean, I don't remember. I was
0: probably like four, or five. I had one when I was about like eight. Mm. And like just that bit where you sort of, where they give you the ancetic and they like they'll say something to you like, "Oh, think of it," yeah. and you do drift off.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, my girlfriend recently had an operation, uh, like just before Christmas. And uh, when she was going to the anaesthetics, she had the the anaesthetists, were, like, these young kind of, like, cool guys. And Mm. they were like, hey, yeah, just imagine you're on a beach. You're going to have a cocktail. So what beach do you want and what cocktail do you want? And so, like, they're talking to her while they're preparing the thing. So she said, like, she wanted, I don't know, to be in Thailand or something with a mojito. And and then as they gave her the thing and as she was drifting off, the last thing she said, she shouted out, was, in a coconut! (laughs) (laughs) And she was telling me about it after. she remembered shouting in a coconut <laughs> in and I was like, coconut. I was going to say, imagine if you died in that operation and they were your last words. <laughs> in a coconut! Am I here
0: please? In a coconut! Yeah. Brilliant.
1: But yeah, that's what it's like when you're an adult, when you're a kid. It's just terrifying isn't it? Yeah. Just, just abject terror.
0: Um, Anthony McGill on, on the Chinese new form is called Authorised Pleasant Sensation.
1: Mm. Well
0: yeah. at least he's authorised. And Ding has some nicknames in China and he does, that he doesn't have in Oh yeah. English. Um, titles such as China Dragon, Kenting, Dongfang, Tintin and Big Big Wolf. Big Big Wolf. So we don't hear any of those in the, I think Big Big Wolf would be a great nickname. The Big Big Wolf. Almost as good as Big Pipes. You've got a fancy Ding Jingwei in that little course, in that
1: quarter. In that quarter, he... On the face of it, he looks like the strongest player. Mm. But he does seem to underperform at the Crucible, doesn't he? Like... I has done years ago, I think he played well last year yeah well yeah, but i mean of the, on paper of those four matches he's the strongest player you'd expect him to emerge from that quarter, mm. but you know it's a tough draw for Anthony McGill because Ryan day, although he's qualified is is really strong at the moment, I, I think, think he's probably um
0: expected to win over that match. He's probably more of a favourite. Yeah,
1: I mean, got. of all the qualifiers, he's mm. probably the strongest. He's won, like, three tournaments this yeah, year. Yeah, he's really on fire. So, it's a tough
0: draw for Anthony McGill, that. but And also, coming through with, like, three long matches, he can be well sharp. Exactly, yeah. I don't. I disagree that, you know, you'd be burnt out. I think you'd be so sharp. Like.
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends. I, I think it really depends on, on loads of things. Because, like, I think that
0: match is getting played, like, midweek next week, so. Yeah, so he's got time to, to rest, but he can still... We'll yeah. see. We'll see and also
1: I suppose you're going into the tournament on a high, like you, it's like yeah. you've won a tournament
0: going in, like. And he's got a good draw in Anthony Miguel I think. Yeah.
1: So oh, definitely. Like if you want to watch? Yeah, they. I'd say they're fairly evenly matched. Those yeah. two, possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: Should we do the Conor Langdon Memorial Competition? <laughs> On the last podcast, we asked listeners to send in their descriptions of how they see us in their mind's eye. Okay. And we had no, two, yeah, we did. two entries, which were quite amusing. One from Connor himself. but uh, Well, we, we basically forced him to, do when We said he had yeah. to. But this one from Alex from New York was quite amusing. Okay.
1: Dear Ben M. and Dave W. Was thinking that instead of describing you, I would try really hard just to find you on the internet. Now it's a bit hard for me to understand what your surnames are, Maudsley, Wettenhall, but pretty sure I've tracked you both down. The deep search has led me to find that Ben made the news a few years ago under some quite unfortunate circumstances. Ben, from your mugshot, I would say you look like a red-faced, pudgy child who has just been told off by his mom. Now Dave, it was a bit more difficult to find you precisely. But based on some research of your surname, you likely look like a goatee-sporting, broad-shouldered bald man. Essentially a cop. <laughs> okay. That's from New York, your friend, Alex. Snooker cop? Snooker cop! I work with Jack lazowski He's my superior. I think uh, that's grime. pretty... Uh... That is almost... Perfectly accurate.
0: Yeah. You are a pudgy red faced child. How dare you? I've and not your, been involved in it. Your
1: mother's just phoned you up to give you down the banks.
0: I've not been involved in anything untoward as well. I don't know what is that about. What the hell are you on about? Should we read Connors on? Yeah, go on. You're going to read it. No, you can read it when you. Best Irish
1: accent. Hey lads. Love the idea of trying to explain what you guys look like. Here's my vision. I think both of you are sitting in one of your sitting rooms with the TV on. You have your recording material on the coffee table in front of you and I reckon you get through a lot of tea and biscuits, I think Jaffa Cakes just to really set the scene. I think you're both early 30s, think you're both dressed in jeans and t-shirts, very casual. I can't remember who's who, but one of you works, so I think you've short hair, clean, shaved, that's hard look, and the other has longer hair, unshaved, more of a hippie look. That's what I see when I listen to you lads. Just one question. I know you have Snooker Podcast t-shirts. Bring Willie back t-shirts. So I think you should make Connor Langham Memorial Competition t-shirts. Just saying, like, <laughs> I will definitely buy one from you if you make it. Cheers, lads. Love the latest episode, Connor.
0: I think that'd be quite... Oh, a-
1: that's so hard. <coughs> <coughs> that's good. Connor, I don't know how you talk about that all the time.
0: <laughs> um, I haven't got enough time on me. I'm to be making it t-shirts. Just for one person? Quite, quite a niche product. Well, um... So, yeah, I think, he, to, be, to be fair, actually, he was fairly spot on there. Yeah, he I was He just got very, the wrong way round.
1: How dare you? I've head. got a job. <laughs> you've got a job? But you've got a job? <laughs> I've got a job too. Pipes. Yeah. Me and big pipes.
0: Okay, so uh, this episode's uh, competition is a little clip, and it's somebody getting coached, and I want you to tell me who the coach is, the snooker coach, and the, the person who's playing miscues, and they're kind of laughing about it, and you've got to work out who it is. Don't, worry. Don't worry.
1: oh that's that's nightmarish <laughs> this is, isn't the dope movie
0: Don't worry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. yeah that is designed <laughs> to make you worry <laughs> it's quite scary yeah scary. Do you want to enter a competition? Enter our competition. Snookerpodcast at gmail.com
0: There's no prize though, so no one's going to enter. It's just for fun. Just really about
1: a uh, 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 I mean, There one. Okay, rounding off the tournament draw. <laughs> Mark Williams against Jimmy Robertson. Neil Robertson, his brother, against Robert Milkins. Milky Bob. Milky Bob. Um, Alki Carter. <laughs> <laughs> he might sue you for that. Alki Carter against And
0: Ronnie O'Sullivan against Stephen Maguire. I'll tell you what, Ronnie's had a bit of a bad draw there, not but
1: uh yeah, he has, but you'd still expect him to win. If he
0: gets through that though, I think he's got a clear path. Do you think? I think if it, well, he certainly I think he, he's got certainly got an easy second round match. Who knows. Now Mark Williams uh, had one of my favorite Chinese snooker names. They call him the planet's most accurate person. Yeah. Or sometimes the world's most accurate man. Which yeah. is interesting. Because he had many years where he wasn't the most accurate person, and then he started using Sightlight. Sight and he right. has become very accurate.
1: He's also become a bit of a evangelicalist. Evangelist. About, about sight About right. I yeah. think. It's
0: he's got buying, a controversial you know, system. Some people just yeah. think it's, psychos- it's uh, like a
1: placebo. Yeah, I suppose. It doesn't really matter, does it? No, no. Because it if, if it works, if it improves your game.
0: It's quite funny with Mark, because he's, he, he's sort of known for sending these like really garbled text messages. Do not make yeah. any sense? And then suddenly one day they start becoming quite like well-written. And someone said, they're like, what's, "What's all this about, mark?" Mark. He went spell right. <laughs> she <laughs> thought was quite funny. But, spell right, <laughs> spell right. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's going to be some absolute corkers, cool aren't there, next week? Yeah, there yeah. always is. There's always some matches that get thrown up that you're like. Phew. And like a lot of the ones I want to see are actually in the evening, so I can definitely watch them. Yeah. So it's going to be good fun.
1: Yeah, I just I love that this time of When it's just starting, and you think like over the next two weeks, you just know you're gonna be. I mean, there is always a danger you get snookered out by the
0: middle weekend, I think. And you have to have a little break from it. Yeah, yeah. but that's
1: all right. That's all right, mate. Don't worry about that. What
0: do you think, Neil Robertson versus Milky Bob?
1: Milky Bob. I think Neil Robertson will win that. Yeah, Um, he's he's kind of coming back into more form. Like he he had a bad time, didn't he? Because obviously his wife was um, really suffering with Mm. uh, depression, and he's like spoke about that now, but. um, I think she seems to be doing a lot better, which is good news. Yes. And obviously, that's really good for his game, like, allows him to focus more on it rather than worrying about his wife and and his children. That like, yeah. You know? Give him two week I think it's a uh, it's an awkward situation because like, Milky Bob, the chauffeur, manservant slash butler, is uh he's playing in the tournament, and Alan McManus knocked out,
0: mate. He's gone. Imagine if McManus has got a. Uh... Commentate on Milky Bob.
1: Here's my pal Milky Bob. He Bobby loves this. I uh, hope he gets away early. I need a lift to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that Milky Bob there? Right, my lord. I couldn't get a limo. It's a busy time of year now. Limos and Chevy. I got the milk flu. Milk <laughs> flu. Get on the back. I'll take you down the crucible. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that, milky okay, Bob. I like to arrive in style. I'm on the TV for Eurosport, you know.
0: It's going to take us a while to get there,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, you set off now, my lord. We'll get there by Tuesday morning. It'll be fine. Have you got any You got any sweets for the journey, Bob? Uh, no, I ain't got no sweets, but I did stop by uh, Lee Boy earlier and I picked a few blackberries for us. Right, well, once, when I was about 14, right, I ate myself a whole bag of blackberries, and I thought, right, that'll be fine. But then the next day, very alarmingly, I looked in the toilet after I'd done a plop, it was like a bloody massacre had happened in there. It was all red and dark and, oh God, I had a terrible fright. I did, I forgot I'd eaten all those blackberries. But then my mum, Mrs. Milky Maid, she said, oh, don't worry about it, Bobby, because you had all those blackberries yesterday, you numpty. You like your blackberries, don't you? <laughs> I do, yeah, yeah, you love my blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> so... <laughs> that good. I
0: like that. Would you? like to see win then more than predicting
1: to win Who um like to see win? i would love judd trump to win it
0: yes okay, the queen.
1: i feel i know we, we always talk about judd on this sh- podcast but i really do feel like if he won the world championship i feel like it would just make him relax completely mm. and then he would probably i feel like he could go on and, and then have a period of like real dominance yes because he's got the game, but I think he, I think he puts too much pressure on himself. Mm. I think he feels like when he gets into the world championship, particularly or the big tournaments, the UKs and the Masters, he feels like I've got to win this yes. um, to prove how good I am. But if he wins the world, I think then that kind of pressure gets lifted in a way. Yes. Um, just, and I think he could then go like, well, now yeah, yeah. everyone knows I'm great, so like I'll and just go. Also, it becomes well. harder every year,
0: doesn't it? Mm. Like, there's a little bit more like, yeah. oh, he still hasn't won it. Yeah. So he's got a good chance.
1: Yeah. but I mean there's a few players I'd like to win it. Like you know, the younger players particularly. Um the likes of Mark Allen, Kyron Wilson, um Bricell, another one. I'd like Ding to win it. Really? Yeah. I like Ding. I think he's yeah. I think he's a great player, like. Oh yeah. That's um The best thing about a milk float, right, it doesn't go too fast. You can't crash it very well. If you tried to go fast, it wouldn't even go very fast. It'd go about 10 miles an hour. But the other good thing about milk float is full of milk. Crates and crates and crates of it. Blue milk, green milk, all the milks. Sometimes at Christmas you can get orange juice on the milk float, but it's still called a milk float. Have you ever sucked on a fisherman's friend, Milky? Well, I've been down the canal a couple of times and I've had my fair share of encounters down there.